This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This is Episode 6 with Michael Gebbin. Jumpstart On Purpose. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to On Purpose. My name's Justin Barclay, reformed radio shock jock turned inspiration junkie. Each week we bring you extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes living their daily lives, turning pain into purpose, finding opportunity in the obstacles, and transforming tragedy into triumph. What separates them from the others? How do they stand out above the crowd? We dissect their process and uncover their powerful secrets, the keys to living life on purpose. Michael Gebbin is a very interesting young man. He started a very interesting business at a very young age. He's learned a lot, and I got to tell you, for as young as he is, he's super wise. He's worked with a lot of great people, names you would definitely, uh, I think, recognize, like, oh, I don't know, Tony Robbins, the four-hour work weeks, Tim Ferriss, uh, Pat Flynn, just to name a few. And of course, uh, I can't leave out Richard Branson, right? So he has this uh, amazing skill to get to know people, and then, of course, uh, get to network and then work with them. What he's learned along the way, I think, will help teach us quite a bit today. Michael Gebbin, three words to describe him. He says positive, inspirational, and energy. He loves taking MIA, massive, imperfect action. We'll talk about his story. And the person who really impacted his life the most out of all those names that we spoke about may actually surprise you. As we talk with Michael Gebbin today, jump starting on purpose. Michael Gabin, welcome to the show. <laughs> we appreciate awesome, buddy. Thank you. Thank we, you. We appreciate you joining us. You know, you have a really interesting story, and um, some of it I found really familiar uh, as a guy who took sort of a different path. You know, I was working in radio and got my first job in high school, and everyone told me, like, you got to go to college. And I always tell people that, you know, that I enrolled but i didn't really go <laughs> so i was sitting in college like i'm already doing the thing that i want to do the thing that i've always wanted to do and the thing that i love why am i paying for this so i just want to kind of ask you about your you know a little bit about your you know your path and how you started and i think it's it's kind of similar yeah absolutely you know it's it's, it's kind of crazy so uh, my dad actually works at a cemetery and my mom cleans houses and uh, my dad's always been into to making movies and, and doing stuff. And we made something back right when I was going to high school called My Dad's Gone Nuts and a movie called The Vault that made it in a couple little film festivals. So one of the funeral homes had known that we were dabbling with these movies and everything and actually asked my dad if we would know how to make like a slideshow. Um, so when a person passed away, they gave us all these pictures and then we, you know, made a slideshow out of it. And that was actually kind of my first thing in business with video back when I was a junior in high school. And then I also started filming school plays and filming all sorts of stuff. And 
when I got to the end of my senior year, I hadn't applied to any colleges. Um, I was actually, believe it or not, working at a beer distributor. I was the breakage boy. So when broken bottles and boxes and things all came in, I cleaned it all up, packaged it back up and off it went. And, um, you know, I, I did everything for these people and all I wanted was like a quarter raise and um, they wouldn't give it to me. And I'd been there for eight years. And what's crazy is at the end of that summer, I, I, I just ended up quitting. And I, I, I thought to myself, you know, I had made like $4,000 my junior year. I made like $8,000 my senior year. I was like, if I could just double, that'd be pretty cool. And I told my parents, I said, if, if you just give me just one year, uh, just to try this out, see where it goes, see where I end up, I can always go back. And if it works out, then great. And if not, then them to college I'll go. Now they were the most supportive people in my life. So that was really wasn't a problem for them, but I did have a lot of, of other people and um, even really good friends, parents, you know, telling me you're not going to succeed if you don't go to college and you got to go to college or you got to go to film school or something, you know, to, to, to make this dream a reality. And that just wasn't the case. Um, and I, I think in this day and age, there's so many different, one, opportunities, but two different paths that you can take. And schools for some, I, I think depending on what you are, I mean, for me, I'm actually pretty hardcore now. I wasn't a while back with this stance, but uh, doctors, lawyers, brain surgeons, things like that, you know, maybe that's still the, the path, obviously, that you want to go. You don't want the guys, and I watch some YouTube videos on how to operate on you. But uh for just about anything else, I, the, the times are shifting. The times are changing. So, um, so that's kind of how I got started. And then I, I can go on forever, but I'll let you keep probing. You know, that's so. really interesting that you say that because I think now more than ever, uh, especially I know you have a pretty big presence on YouTube and you got a great channel. And, you know, but th- it's really interesting that if you need to know how to do anything. You just go to YouTube or Google it and and there's a video, you know, how to do this or that. And you're right. You wouldn't want somebody necessarily uh, experimenting with you, you know, as as uh, doing some surgery. But uh, I mean, our educational system and just the way that we can learn has really it's just completely transforming with technology and, and, and what we have available to us. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think, you know, the other, the other interesting point of this is that, you know, and you're, you're part of this revolution because the things that you do now, um, you know, even though you may not have gone to college and I, you know, enrolled but didn't really go either that you know it's not about it's not that i didn't want to learn i always was learning i you know even more so now than ever before but you have this availability to learn things that you never could have learned and from people you never would have had access to ever before nowadays it's just wide open and you're you're doing you're doing that yourself well absolutely i i I think that that's you know, for me, I'm a firm believer in education. I mean, you always want to continue to grow and learn and move forward. It's just it doesn't have to happen in the way that it used to. Um, and I think that's the big the big difference because every you know information is in abundance. Um, I think it's experiences for people and actually human connection that isn't anymore. Um, You know, you see it all the time. We talk about it. But, you know, the, the fact that you can go to a restaurant, you go anywhere and 
90% of the people probably are on their phones. They're yeah. not even talking to the other person. They're not even looking at the other person. Or they might even be messaging the other person who's right by them on their phone. <laughs> Guilty. Um, you know, so I think that that's what the world is really missing now um, is that actual human connection. So when you bring that into, I mean, for me, even right now, that's our big thing, you know, into your products and services and the things that you do, you've actually now have a competitive advantage. You know, you go back to the old school days when, I mean, customer service and treating people amazing was number one. And then, you know, the big box and Walmarts, these things like that kind of took over and it didn't matter as much. They gave you cheaper rates. But I, I think that there's a level now that that old school, you know, way of doing things is, is coming back because it's not normal anymore. <laughs> and, you know, for me, I like to go against the grain. And I think that when people do something different from what everyone else is doing, you have the opportunity to stand out. Hmm. And then when you stand out, you have the opportunity to have all sorts of amazing things happen. Otherwise, you're just in the mush of, of what everybody else is doing. And so you want to be different. You want to be unique. What's interesting is being different and unique doesn't have to be as literal as that may come across, if that's making sense, you know, the idea of just not doing what everybody else is doing, that doesn't mean it's never been done before. Um, so a 10 cents there, you know, it's really interesting that you say that because it does seem like these things kind of go in cycles. And, and now I think we're back to that, that stage where the relationship is, is now, uh, important again and, and super important, especially, uh, in in the, in the day and age where, you know, there's so many different people and so many different options. How is how's that played a role with with what you've been able to build and what you're what you're doing now? Yeah, well, you know, to me, relationships are everything. And I think that what's interesting is it's coming back around only in the sense of, you know, before, I mean, relationships, I think have always been everything. I mm -hmm. mean, connections, it's, it's, it sometimes is a matter of who, you know, not what, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, we've all seen somebody who you might think is not that talented, quote unquote, mm -hmm. but is, is supposedly achieving amazing things or is achieving amazing things, but it's, it's potentially they're in the right place at the right time. You know, they were connected with somebody, whatever, the case may be um, but relationships have always been so important and to me they were pretty much the number one thing of growing my video production company um, and then even in what I'm doing right now currently with this um, site called Jump Starters uh, it, it's all been relationship building I mean for me I, you know I did not think like I didn't know what was possible so you, know, you see a lot of my shirts or uh, my message on my YouTube channel you know anything is possible and I do truly believe that and in the beginning i didn't know what was possible I, it's not that i didn't believe big things were possible but the fact that i mean i live in a town of about thirty thousand people uh, here in the midwest and um you know i've been able to fly all over the united states and europe and all these places i didn't get on a plane until i was like 22 years old mm. and i've been able to work with people like Tony Robbins and Richard Branson and Tim Ferriss and these people that inspire me. And, you know, some of it ended up coming from connections and relationships, but it also, it just comes from good old fashioned caring about people and giving. Mm. Um, and, and that's a big thing for me is, is to always give and provide value first before 
I mean, not that I'm even before taking, I don't want to even say that, but just so many people are just going for the jugular all the time, just going for the kill shot. Mm. And and they find it difficult to find any momentum or get anywhere. It, it, it's better to have deep relationships with people than it is, you know, to go to a networking thing or go somewhere and just be handing out 25,000 business cards to everybody that you come in contact with. I mean, I have had multiple scenarios. I mean, I went I was actually, I think last year, where I went to VidCon. It's, it's called Vid, you know, social media, YouTube type of conference. There's like 20,000 people there. I'd never been there before. And when I got there, I was like, oh, my gosh. There's like so many people. <laughs> Just mm. kind of a little overwhelmed. And I'm in this one space and I'm looking and I go, that guy looks really familiar. I, th- I think I think that's this guy Benji. I think it's Benji, and my my um, fiance now watches this Benji and Judy, or it's Judy's life, and they have like millions of subscribers, and they do these daily vlogs. And um, I was like, I think it is. And I and I walk up to him after he's done talking to this guy, and just say hello. Said, you know, my girlfriend at the time, you know, now my, my fiance. He's a big fan. I just love what you're doing. And then I knew because the year before, which was kind of the reason I had gone, she was watching it and he did a little video with Tim Ferriss. And I just mentioned, I, th- I think we have a mutualized guy said friend or something. And I was like, Tim Ferriss. And it kind of sparked his attention. So I did some video work for him or whatever. He's like, you want to do lunch? And we talk. And three weeks later, he's flying me out to Seattle to make this video a surprise for his, um, for his wife. And at the very end, he mentions me. Well, that video, I don't even know what it's at now. I'm, I'm like 99.9% sure it's well over a million views. Um, but I went up within two weeks, like 5,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel just from that little scenario happening of going to VidCon thinking, oh my God, there's tens of thousands of people. Most of them look like they're under the age of 15. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> to meeting one person and weeks later, my influence, my reach on YouTube, you know, doubling. Hmm. Um, and it's just, it's just crazy. And I have all sorts of, of scenarios like that, but it was just one person. And I just went up, said hello, introduced myself and, um, you know, and then also making people aware of what you can help them with. Um, I think is the thing. Sometimes when you reach out to influencers, you do certain things, people, if you really like somebody, they'll say, you know, I'll do anything for you, you know, or just let me know what you need or, or whatnot. But that person usually is really busy and then doesn't know what you do and doesn't want to make it a job to figure out what you could do or what they could think that you could do for them because they don't know. And, and then they're normally not even going to go, well, what can you do for me? It just kind of ends. And it's like, okay, thanks. And they may never reply to you or they may and just go, thanks. But if you tell them specifically what you can do, then now they may know, okay, if I need that specific thing, I could, I could use that person um, for that. Or, you know, I even see certain people, d- designers, writers, you don't even need any semblance of permission to do something. I had a guy recently, I'm much better on video and audio than I am writing or typing. Uh, but every once in a while, I kind of get in this flow and I just I type something out. I think it's going to be a few sentences and it ends up being this huge blob of text. Uh, on the on the screen and you know people get something out of it i get the message and i just click send i don't even go back i would I, some of them i'd probably never post if i just didn't hit send um but this guy that's part of my jump starters community sends me an email and says i i know that you prefer talking over writing but i know you just get an itch sometimes and write things and um i had seen him already writing oh, man this guy's a really good writer but he took it upon himself to send me this email and go 
I wanted to show you what your writing could look like. And he goes, it's it's 95 percent just small shifts and periods and paragraphs and things like that. Five mm. percent, you know, some actual changes. But he, he goes, it's 100 percent your voice and 100 percent my readability. And he retyped the whole long thing that I had I'd, I'd done and, 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 you know, recreated it and it was still me but it was easier to read like you know and all that and it it sounded much better than what i had just kind of you know mouth vomited out type type vomited in but he just did it he didn't go hey man you know i I love writing if you ever in the future want to throw something my way before you you click send he just did it and I think that that's what we we're always looking for permission in all aspects of life. But mm-hmm. we don't always need permission to do things. You know, I've done a lot with Tony Robbins and I will say he is asked for forgiveness rather than asking for permission. I've seen it multiple times on, you know, behind the scenes on a level where it's me, him, my assistant and the person we're going to shoot. Um, and and it's just if you can adopt that shift to stop asking for permission from other people all the time and to just start doing certain things and showing people what you're great at. Um, it's amazing the things that can happen um, and just providing massive value to people. I mean, so many times we have all these expectations when we do something for somebody. What are they going to do for us? What, what's in it for me? And if you can remove that expectation and just provide someone the value without worrying whether or not they ever do anything for you. Because I truly believe with every bone in my body that what you put out into the world is what you'll get back. When you'll get it back, how you'll get it back, that's all unknown. But the more good you do, the more value you provide, the more people you help, then it's amazing how when you need something, somebody is there for you. Mm-hmm. Rather than you just take, 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 take from everybody and you just think, well, I did this for you. What are you going to do for me? What's in it for me? So anyway. I think it's a really interesting point about taking initiative. I know in my line of work, in my business, in the radio world for the last 20 years, we'd have interns come in and you'd see the people that would really excel and do really well. The ones that were going to make it were the ones that did that. They were taking initiative and they were kind of preparing themselves so that when opportunities would happen, they would strike, they would be ready. Can we talk about that? I'd love to do it when we come back. Michael Gebbin joins us right now. Uh, young man, young entrepreneur, full of fire, full of energy and uh, full of wisdom too. more with Michael when we return. Hey, if you want to grab an all access VIP look into how to live life on purpose, You know, dozens of ways to realize true freedom, whether it be in your life with business, uh, new career, um, just tapping into your true potential and what it is that you really are supposed to be doing. Right. Grab our all access newsletter. It's at justinbarclay.com completely free and i'd love to give it to you you can hit the blog by the by the way for the full show notes here as well or just text right now grab your phone pull it out and text them the number 44222 and then my name justin text justin to 44222 it'll ask for your email address and uh, then you're in just that simple back with michael gebbin right after this i'm justin barclay this is On Purpose, on Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who was selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, 
he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's gotta be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust.com. This is On Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. It's funny. Opportunities are all around us, but most people don't know how to recognize them and won't even know how to seize them, how to be prepared for them when they do show up. Michael Gavin joins us this episode of On Purpose. Michael, can you talk about how you were prepared and, and what that meant to be prepared in your life for, for these opportunities to have such success at a young age? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's interesting. I mean, for for me, I I think that the being prepared part, or just the fact that I I've always I don't know, like I said, back going back to where I didn't know what was possible. So all I did, and what I even encourage others to do, is to always do your best at where you're currently at. So whatever your skill set is, no matter who comes to you, no matter what you're going to put out the door, do your absolute best. And so many times, we, I, you know, even in the beginning, I think there was little levels of this I didn't understand and didn't necessarily do, which is this idea that, oh, they only gave us $200. So what do you do? You just do the quote unquote $200 job. You might have more gear, technology, capacity, uh, ability to do better than that, but that's all they gave you. So that's all you do. And then what happens is you see people who end up years down the road, ask, you know, miserable because the clientele and the work they're doing is just stuff they don't want. But it all started when you planted that original seed or seeds in the beginning of doing things that weren't to your best ability because if someone sees that thing that you were complaining and whining about and didn't do your best but they happen to like it which is very possible because a lot of people on our services and things we provide people they don't know what the best of something is when they need something they go seek it out they go on google or they go to a friend or whatever they go to the website they see it that might be the only thing they ever see and they go okay yeah good deal that's what i need and then you say, yep, I'll do that because they're going to give you money again. And for me, I, I, like I said, I, I did it a little bit. But as a whole, I don't know how it fully I, – I, well, actually, I take that back. I do. And I, I realized this actually on a podcast interview six months ago. A guy was probing at me. And it came from my dad. My dad at this cemetery, I'm always blown away because there's this parts of me I feel like he's being taken advantage of and all this kind of stuff. But no matter what, he takes so much pride in making sure that cemetery looks amazing. And he does his absolute best. And he's just one guy kind of running the show there, mowing and digging the graves and doing everything. And I think I always saw that. So no, even though he maybe never told me that, 
I saw that and I guess it became ingrained in me and a part of me that 99.999% of the time, that's what I did. So, you know, one thing for me was like, um, I did a thing called a same day edit for wedding videos and I actually shoot that day and show a video that night. And I would have people like that understood it, wanted it and would pay for it and they got it. Then I had other people who understood it, wanted it, didn't pay for it. They still got it. Then I had even people who didn't understand it, didn't want it, didn't pay for it, and I still did it for them too. So they had hired me, and I like tried to explain this thing, and they just were like they didn't understand it. They thought, well, wouldn't it make sense like that we'll get a better video if you're going to spend more time on it versus just showing it that day? And why would we want that? So if they had never experienced it in the early days, it was something that people just didn't get. But I would do it every time. I had done this one. I had seen it somewhere. I thought, I'm going to try this. And when I did it, something happened inside of me. And it changed my whole life and my whole business and everything moving forward. But then moving forward, those were the scenarios. So even though I wasn't getting paid for it, I would still do it. And word of mouth just started to spread. And I just didn't know the impact it was going to have on my life or my business. And I think that there's, it just keeps going on the thread of things that I did that were, again, back to the giving value, but also doing my best and doing something that was great, regardless of what others thought. Like, why would you be doing that? You're not getting paid for it. You know, all this kind of stuff. I did it. And that has opened up so many doors. And so being prepared, I think, is that Every day that you go out into to life, whether you have a job or you're trying to be an entrepreneur or you have your businesses and it's running, that if you choose, and if, if you all could see my shirt I have on right now, it says choose joy, um, but every one of us have and make choices every day, but we have the choice to choose whether or not, you know, you want to be positive, you want to be negative, or if you get somebody that contacts you about that job or opportunity, you end up being the one to say yes to it. Most people aren't forcing us to do anything. So in those daily things that come up, when you make the choice to say yes to something, to do something, then do it to your best of your ability. That doesn't mean that five years from now you won't be 10 times better, but wherever you're at currently, do your absolute best. And from there, when, you know, long answer there, when opportunities and things come, you'll be ready. And I, I, I think that that's the thing because you've got to become masterful at whatever it is that you want to do. And the only way you'll become masterful is if you continue to do it over and over and you continue every day to do your best at it. Um, and that's what's allowed me when some of these crazy things have come my way because a lot of the things I've had that are some big name things, I actually reached out. I took the initiative. The Richard Branson scenario and, and getting to go to his island four times now came from blowing somebody else away. They loved me. They told they were, they go to Necker Island every year. They were telling um, them they were coming. These people were saying they were doing this tennis charity event. They were going to need video and photo and this and that. And they were like, Oh my gosh, we just dealt with this Gebs guy. And it was an amazing experience. And I got on the phone with them and now I've been there four times and pictures with Richard yet to talk to Richard, you know, when I've been there um, and it's been crazy, but it all stems back to me always doing my best and, and just, you know, Matt, you never know, you never know who you're talking to or who's connected to who. And so that's why you've always got to put your best foot forward in everything that you do. And then you'll be ready. 
So what's the secret sauce to your success? <laughs> I mean, that's a funny question because um, if there is one secret thing, I think it would lie in something so simple that most people overlook it. More with Michael Gavin after this. I'm Justin Barclay. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Slater. Get it straight. The Republican leadership establishment, they have themselves to blame. All those promises, right? All these promises for all these years now. They say they need to win the next election. Give us the majority in the next election. Increase our majority in the next election. And we did that. And they still can't get anything done. They still can't stop anything. They still can't turn this country around to make us more free. They have themselves to blame. They caused Trump. Mike Slater. Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. So a great mentor of mine always said, if you want me to teach you how to swim, you got to jump in the pool. And it's funny because I think a lot of people miss this. This is where we get this par- this paralyzing feeling the, that leads to procrastination and not want to do anything because we're always overanalyzing. And the real secret, right, to, to, to learning is in the doing. I think a lot of people miss this. I know I sure did at times. But I want to talk about how, Michael, and ask you whether this worked for you or not. I mean, you started in this video business probably not even knowing where it would lead to now the fact that you work with Tony Roberts, Richard Branson. Can you talk about this a little bit and how maybe faith plays a bit of a role? Well, I've got a great story for you here that that's exactly that. This is on the uh, completely ties in. So I um, at one point in time, I mean, if anybody sees pictures of me, I'm, my weight's about 160 pounds. Um, but at one point in time, I was near 200 pounds uh, for myself. And my just like the people who told me I couldn't succeed if I didn't go to college, my parents are my biggest supporters. But at the same time, um, we have a way of kind of and people do this all the time. They don't know how typically it affects people in such a negative way. And a lot of people can't turn the pain into positives and things like that or don't know how. And so when people are just poking fun or having fun with it, it's actually really hurting people. Um, for me, um, my my dad and brother kept kind of, you know, poking at me a little bit and, you know, saying I had these man boobs and stuff and whatever. And for me, I didn't take that and then just drive myself into a hole or, you know, make it worse or whatever. I finally just was like, you know what? Enough's enough. Um, and I started, I mean, I used to, I had a roommate and he'd want to go down to subway and it's like a five minute walk and I would drive and he would walk. Um, cause he's like, I'm going to walk, man. I'm like, no, nah, I'm driving. And I did a foot long and three cookies and, and, and a bag of chips and the whole kit and caboodle. Well then I just, you know, one day I just cracked and I had this shift and I would start walking. Um, I would do just a six inch, no cookies, no chips. Um, and within like six months or so. I was back down to about 160 pounds and it was just from these little shifts. And I'm not the person who wants to like, you know, sweat like crazy and, 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 and all that. I just, I just rode my bike, went on walks and a lot of other things happened for me through that as well. But the interesting part is, is it got really cold here in the winter time and I wanted to keep my momentum. And so I decided one day to go out to the mall 
And for a week or so, I went out there, but I was going out at like seven o'clock in the morning till like seven thirty, seven forty-five. Well, one day I was running late, and I got there a little after eight, and my grandpa was there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was, didn't realize it, and I see him maybe like four times a year, and that was back in two thousand twelve, and now. More or less, every day that I'm in town, Monday through Friday, I walk in the morning with my grandpa at the mall. And um, and it's great. And, and you know, I, I've learned so much. And one of the big things that I always tell people as well that I got from him is that, um, you know, we let one person, as one person can change your life for the positive, one person can change your life for the negative. Um, and I asked him, what is your biggest regret of something you did? And what is the biggest regret of something you didn't do in life? He's almost 80. Um, And the thing that he did, he didn't have an answer for. I mean, he couldn't come up with anything. But something he did not do instantly came to him. And that was that he never got his books published. And essentially, he had one person, he brings him up over and over and over and over and over and over again that basically said, if you had written these 50 years ago, they'd have been bestsellers. And he just let that take control of him to where he just thought, okay, well, I guess that's, that is what it is, you know? And we've all heard the stories of publishers or anybody or authors who, you know, were turned down hundreds of times and all this kind of stuff. And there's a trend there. And people should see that that trend, should see that light at the quote unquote end of the tunnel that you just can't give up after the first roadblock. There's going to be lots of roadblocks. You've got to be a problem solver. It's how you deal with those things that will make all the difference in your life. Um, and so I have multiple threads of the, the pain into opportunity, pain to pleasure, you know, scenarios that, you know, you cannot let the world, society, television, Facebook, all these things that are out there, they do impact you. But you have to have a self-awareness to not let it impact you and realize it's more of a reflection of others than it is any reflection of yourself. And, you know, we were just experiencing that this weekend in our event that we, we held. It's just like so many people have had so much piled on top of them from their family, their friends, whoever, but they're not able to have that control to go. I'm not going to let the people tell me that I, if I don't go to college, I won't succeed. So I'm just, I'll, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go down that path because that's what everybody tells me to do. Or, you know, you're blah, blah, blah with weight or whatever. And then you're going, I oh, guess they're right. You know, might as well just keep eating or the scenario just keeps going on and on of all these different threads of people who are going to try to bring us down and some's intentionally and there's a lot that's not intentionally um because they're they're just as in the deep of places you may be but if you can have that that strength to look outside of that and realize that there's tons of people succeeding and doing amazing things and it is truly possible for you and to use that pain and use it as rocket fuel to prove people wrong and be like, I can do this because I'll tell you right now, there'll be the people who are always there for you. And there'll be the people who weren't who jump on the bandwagon once you do awesome things. And you can look outside and know you've done that probably as well. We've all done little versions of that where it's like we didn't believe in somebody. We thought they were crazy. And then all of a sudden now we want to be their best friend. Um, you know, and so don't, do that 
you know, you have the ability to choose every day the decisions that you make. Um, you can choose to have an awesome day or you can choose to have a bad day. And we all have bad days. I sure the hell do. <laughs> but I want to live in the majority of good days. And, you know, when something bad happens, you know, think about it, be aware of it, let it all out, cry, scream, whatever. But don't let that take, you know, take your life and run it into the the, the pits. Right. It's so easy to do that. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about your daily routine, what you do to kind of stay positive, stay on track, because you are energetic. You are positive. You know, in the beginning of the show, we talked about those three words that kind of describe you. And it's, it really is true. Um, what are some things that help you or are you just naturally that way? More with Michael Gebbin as we tackle this and maybe find out how you can be more positive, more energetic. Maybe some secrets in his success. We'll lay those out coming up. Matter of fact, if you want to learn more, the all access newsletter is for you. VIPs only. You can grab it now at justinbarclay.com. It's absolutely free and find out more about how you can live every day on purpose. Just grab your phone, text the number four, four, two, two, two. And my name, Justin, Justin, text it to the number four, four, two, two, two. It'll ask for your email. Just send that back and you're in just that simple. More with Michael Gebbin. Next, I'm Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Michael Opelka. Have you ever watched that House Hunter International show with Suzanne Wong? She joins us this week, but it's not about her house hunting TV show. It's about a new movie and a lesson against facing cancer that you need to hear. Pure Opelka. Saturdays, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, Michael, time to spill the beans. <laughs> what is your secret to being so positive, being so energetic, being so happy? Is there like a daily routine or something that 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 helps you stay this way? Well, you know, one of the biggest things is, is curating. You know, usually they say... Um, what do you shelter your kids or your, your, you know, when you're younger, your parents shelter you, you can't see a rated R movie or you can't do whatever. Um, I shelter myself now um, as a whole um, in regards to what I allow into my life from, from Facebook, TV, music, movies, whatever. I curate those things on a regular basis. And that takes a lot of work and, and discipline. Um, and even the people, um, because again, we, have control over that we don't have control over the weather but we have control of how the weather affects us you know or how we're gonna you know if it's a gloomy day is it just gonna let us go into the, again have a gloomy day ourselves or are we gonna you know turn that around so for me you know when i see a bunch of crap on facebook 
I'm not going to let that person, I'm not going to sit and complain about that person over and over again. I'm just going to block the person, remove the person, whatever. Um, And again, music, movies, all of that. I, I really do my best every day to make sure that, I mean, I'm staring at a sign right now that's right in front of my desk that hope, dream, inspire. The greatest gift you can give someone is the gift of inspiration. Uh, dream as though you have nothing to lose. Believe as though anything is possible. Um, you know, all these things, I look at this, I've had people stay at my, my you know, uh, place before, and there's just like, God, everywhere I look, there's some kind of positive quote or whatnot. <laughs> and, and so, like, I mean, it's somewhat on purpose. And again, that doesn't mean I don't have bad days. That doesn't mean things aren't tough for me or I question things. But as a whole, I'm able to live in a pretty awesome place that has not always been that way. Um, I went down my own deep hit rock bottom, you know, scenario in 2010, 11, you know, time and then started to shift and I found honestly Tim Ferriss's book and Tony Robbins and these things and I just started to dig my way out and now I've been able to create my life in such a way where yeah everything that comes in front of me for the most part is pretty positive and that helps me keep a positive outlook a positive mindset Um, you know I try not to complain about things too often you want to be grateful I mean some of the uh, people who their 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 relationship with their significant other, their life, their business, their finances, all for the most part rocking and rolling. And when I look at that thread that I see, because I like to ask questions, there's this thread of gratefulness. Like they're truly they were grateful when they had nothing, and they're eternally grateful now that they somewhat have everything. Um, and I, I believe that if wherever you stand today. Wherever you're at in your life, if you can't be grateful for the fact that you're freaking listening to this podcast right now, it means you probably have a dog on the internet, you have a smartphone, you have a computer, which means you probably aren't homeless for the most part. And if you are, you're going to dig your way out because you're listening to this right now. Um, but but you're probably at the you know you're at the, the you're at the uh, library or something. I mean, you found the way. But the fact that we have access to all that, we sh- we have things to be grateful, even though you were dealt the wrong card or whatever sometimes well again that's how you look at it because i got to go to fiji one time and and those people you know i had heard oh they're the happiest people on the planet i kept probing at some of them i hear you're the happiest people on the planet is that true and they're like what else is there to be and they really weren't tainted with all the things that we have meaning also they were somewhat sheltered um and i believe that we all i was actually i just watched the movie um Cinderella last night with my fiance and at the end of the movie the there's a quote that comes up that says you know she chose to see not the world as it is but as it could be and with just a little bit of courage and belief and a little bit of magic you know anything is possible um, and I believe that you know we we think we can't make an impact um, but one smile at one person can have a ripple effect. That person, you don't know what someone else is going through. Um, and that's why as a whole, I try to put positive things out on Facebook and all that. There's plenty of people complaining, whining, putting negative stuff. I don't need to add to that, that fire. Um, I also try to be aware and conscious that I'm not making my life look like it's perfect. And, you know, the grass is greener on the Geb side over here um, by any means. Because if you hear me on interviews like this or anything, I mean, I try to tell people it's not all rosy butterflies and pogo sticks all the time. But I do truly try to live 
the majority of the time positively. And that's from curating all these things and, you know, making sure that if there's crap there that I remove it. And people are the biggest part <laughs> in 2010 through you know, 11, 12, the beginning there is when I spent a lot of time removing really toxic people. And some of them aren't just directly toxic or negative or anything towards me. It's just if you're around them, they're just, you know, the world's coming to the end all the time. And you can do what you can to try to inspire that and change that and be a different person and, and inspire them. But at the same time, sometimes you have to remove yourself from that um, or else it's just going to bring you down. So, yeah, you got to let them go on their own on, on their own journey. Sometimes, you know, it, it, you can't save everybody. And I know I mean, I was one of those people at one point, I think, you know, <laughs> I, and gone through a, a tremendous change. What what are the things that you when you when you take into i guess into account who you will allow around you or the the uh, when it comes to some of the entertainment or the things that you'll you take in what are some of the 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 thoughts that that uh, that you run through with that you know i you know i guess some of the music from my whole life i've like music specifically i've always had like my dad would play like the cars or elo or um you know all, all that kind of music i it was just kind of I, I never have you know been into like rap or really hardcore stuff there so music was easy uh, movies you know i guess i used to actually enjoy um a little bit like horror movies and things but then i would always have these nightmares i couldn't sleep very good or whatever and so just these things through life have always happened. And so, I mean, the filter is just like, how do I want to feel on a daily basis? And so as you go about anything, how does it make you feel? Hmm. And, you know, you turn on the nine o'clock news, what's going to happen? You're going to see people getting killed and people getting robbed and houses burning down and all sorts of negative things. And there are, are positive things happening, but you have to, unfortunately, look a little harder for that stuff. Um, but it can, I mean, you know, I did learn this from Tim Ferriss and kind of took some of this from that. You know, he talks about like a low information diet. We don't, I have Hulu. You know, we watch our handful of shows. That's it. I don't just channel surf and click through everything under the under the blue moon um, or turn on the nine o'clock news or go to Yahoo or, um, you know, when I see something that looks like it's obviously horrible that might pop up in my Facebook feed, it's not my inclination to automatically click it and read about it. Um, because the more you see and hear these things, then the more it's going to affect you. Uh, and it takes time again. So the filter is how does something make you feel? And if you don't like the way it makes you feel, then do your best to stop it, remove it. Um, and that can be hard depending on how hardcore, where you're at right now in your life, basically, um, and who you have as a support system. Because if you also don't have people like, yeah, that's going to be that much more hard to, to do that um, because it's easier to, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, really than it is to change. And that's why sometimes when people have declared they're going to change and start doing this stuff, the people around them are more inclined to question that and make you think, what are you doing? You're crazy because it's hard. So it's hard. It's easier for them to keep you where they are, where you were, than it is for them to rise up with you. Um, 
just because, again, you have to look for the positive things, you know, rather than you can't typically go to the nine o'clock news or YouTube or not YouTube, but uh, Yahoo or something like that and find feel good stories. You know, it's 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 just like the news reinforces everything that's horrible and makes it 10,000 times more horrible um, than it really is. And so how does it make you feel? It doesn't make you feel good remove it i love that uh you know there's so much to be said on some of the things that i've been practicing um you know just the intention of okay what do you want so the question really is there how do you want to feel and if you want to feel uh happy if you want to feel um alive excited uh, and and grateful you know all of those things it really it is about setting the intention and and living life on purpose. You you can't get there by mistake, really. I no, mean, you can't. You can't. I mean, I think it's being specific too. This is something I learned from people. Like, if you wanted to make more money, don't just say I want to make more money. You might make ten dollars more this year. You made more money. You you accomplished your goal. Right. You know. So be specific in the things that you want and that you desire. And it's, you know, depending on what people believe in God, the universe, whatever, you know, I won't get into all that. But I I believe the universe, something, some higher power, whatever, like what, again, that's back to what you're putting out there, your thoughts, everything, where, where your energy flows is what again comes back and what you'll see winning. If you don't, if you have a girlfriend right now or a husband or wife and you put zero energy into that person. It's no surprise. And I mean, we don't understand these. Some of these things are so simple. I heard from somebody what's what's common sense isn't always common practice, Um, but it really is the simplest thing sometimes. But like if you're putting all which is this is one of my dark places. I put all my energy into the basket of my business. And as a collective whole, my business did pretty well, but I wasn't putting any energy into my relationships and those suffered drastically. Um, and you know, the question is balance. Well, I think it's more integration and communication that are so much more important than it is all in all out. Um, you know, you, 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 if you communicate with people, I mean, that's my, my fiance now, I mean, communication is truly everything. And in our past and in my past with others, we had none. And I also didn't put as much energy and focus into that as I did into growing my business. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, things from my grandpa, what are you going to end up with? The, the, the materialistic things, the businesses, those all things can come and go. It's those people, those supporters. Um, they're everything. And so, you know, where your where your energy goes is where you're going to see things grow. You don't water freaking grass or the tree. It's going to die. You know, I, I, I had a very similar situation and, and for years was very successful with what I was doing in radio until about three years ago when I lost this, you know, dream, this quote unquote dream job that had kind of turned into a nightmare. And, you know, I had this opportunity to kind of step back and say, am I really happy? Cause I noticed about a week after losing that job, I had time where kind of space had cleared in my in my mind, and I could say, "I don't think I, I don't think I'm happy. I don't think this is serving me," you know. And and I had this opportunity to kind of start from scratch and say, "Well, if I were going to do something different, what would it be?" Which is really tough because 
that thing that I was doing was like all I ever wanted to do ever since I was a very young kid. And um, it's been a really interesting journey mixing that in with what I really decide that I, okay, this is how I want to live. But really it all comes back to, as you just said, the intentions, you know, and my relationship suffered when I put all my eggs in the basket of this career and, mm-hmm. and, and my show and what I, and what I was borderline, probably unhealthily obsessed with it, you know, and you could, you could see it. I mean, it was I, physically, I was like, way, you know, way overweight. I had, um, you know, I had issues there, you know, I was depressed a lot of times and like my happiness would live and die by how great the show that day was on the air. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think when you when you talk about that, you know, you kind of bring to mind this this idea of balance or at least, you know, bringing bringing things up to par with your priorities. How, how do you how do you deal with that? Well, I think once you hit some versions of this rock bottom and you, you, you lose things and you lose people, um, you again have that choice and you can go deeper or you know deeper into a horrible place or you can rise above that and you know just just you know losing a buddy back in 2007 when he had been there before I started my business and he was there the whole time and it was just like boom just like that even recently there's been people not really, I wouldn't call them friends, but they were very close. I knew of them. And one was just recently, um, there's a guy named Scott Dinsmore who had a thing called Live Your Legend. He's like 33 years old and yeah. he just died. And it just, I'm an internal optimist. So all this is obviously positive. We're talking about all this stuff, but I, I do allow that to just be there creeping in the back of my, my mind in the sense that we don't know. Like we're guaranteed right now in this instant, but to put off things for five and 10 years thinking that we're guaranteed someday, um, it sits there and it, 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 it just reminds me that, that life can be really short and it is anyways. I don't know, man, but the older I get, I used to hear this in high school, like the faster it goes and it, it does like it's crazy. It's, it's insane. I mean, I just turned 29 and, Holy cow, like the time is just, it's its truly flying by. And, you know, I, I guess even with walking with my grandpa, I don't want to live with regrets of things I didn't do. And so for me, its it's just, it's one of those things where, Every day I, ha- I have these little things. And again, if you can turn the negatives into positives, and it's again a choice, it's an intention. And so I, I, I've had these things happen. I think on some level, we've all had bad things happen. Um, and we really have. And so you either choose to reinforce and go, yep, that's life. <laughs> you know, that's just how the, the, the cookie crumbles. And that's just how it's going to crumble for me. So I guess I'm just screwed. Or you can, again, allow that stuff into your life, but choose to see the opposite of what's possible. Because I guarantee you, no matter who's gone through what, there's somebody out there who's gone through it who just keeps on digging a deeper ditch. And things just keep on, that's life, that's this, that's that. I guess it's not for me. That's not possible for me. But there's somebody in that same scenario who chose 
to say, that's not how it's going to be for me. I'm not going to be the alcoholic like my dad. I'm going to freaking be clean. I'm going to get this. Like, this is not, that's not going to be my life. I remember a buddy telling me a story about two brothers. They were twins. They grew up in the same family, the same house, the same everything. And one ended up in jail and drugs and alcohol. And the other was freaking rocking and rolling, doing amazing things. And wasn't any of that. And they were asked, how'd you get here? How'd that happen to you? And they both gave the same answer. My father. And one said, how could I have not? You see my dad? He's an alcoholic, drugs. Nothing went right for him. The other one said, how could I be that way? Look at my dad. I don't want to be that. What, what happened there? What programming was in that person's mind? Who knows what they chose to see at school and all those little things in their life. But at the end of the day, they were both the same age. Everything for the most part was the same in their lives. But one chose to let that negative and that bad just say, eh, okay, well, it's easy. That's, that's the way it's going to be for me. And the other had to work a hell of a lot harder, I guarantee you, to say that's not going to be me. Um, and so we all have those examples in our lives and we can just let life continue to happen to us. Um, and just what is, is what is, or we can make the choices every day to be different, um, and not let that affect us in that negative way. So Michael Gavin, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. That's a, that's a great story. Um, <laughs> but what, what are you doing right now to help folks? Cause I know you have, you have several different things going on. Yeah, I mean, my main, main, main focus right now is something I call jump starters. And actually, it happened um, originally. I had done some just training for videographers. Um, some guys who had found my work were really inspired and were like, wow, like, I want to do that. And they reached out to me and I charged them a few thousand dollars. They spent a day or two with me and they went on to do amazing things. And last year in May, I was walking with my grandpa. I'd, I'd previously talked to one of the guys I had trained a few years earlier. And I've, you know, he ended up getting to work with me on some Tony Robbins jobs and all these amazing things happened, just us together even. And then I had sent him some stuff. But outside of that, without any of my help besides that one day, they were doing incredible things and they had built up a business that his wife was able to quit her job i mean and she works in the business now just amazing things and i was talking to him and i was just telling him how proud i was of him and you know just so cool to see all these things happen and he goes well, i couldn't have done it without you and when i told my grandpa this story i told him i said you know what's interesting is i was just a jump starter like if you think of a car that the battery died what happens? Like another car pulls up, it plugs in some jumper cables, and I'm going to throw in this caveat here, the positive and negative. So you just can't plug one cable in and off it goes. You got to have both the positive and the negative, and that's our life as well. We've got to have both. I mean, I'm not just going to remove all negative, and there won't ever be negative in your life. You need both. Uh, but you plug that in, you charge it up, and off that car goes. And depending on the scenario, the person who came over with the jumper cables and plugs in their car, you may never see ever again in your entire life. That car didn't stay tethered to the, you know, the other car and drive down the road like that. And that's really what I, I, I had identified that I had done for people. Is I, I, I jump-started them. I, I got them off and going, my energy, my enthusiasm, and you know the things I had accomplished and how I could relate that to them. 
And then they had to go do the hard work, just like right now. You can all choose to listen to this and be like, ah, it sounds great. <laughs> Good deal. I've heard that before. And just keep on down your path. If you're unhappy, if you're happy, great. Continue to be happy and just get happier, uh, whatever. But if you're not and something's missing and that's why you're here right now, then like, you can choose to do something with this today. And one of our big things in Jumpstarters is MIA. And it's not Miami International Airport. It's not missing in action. It's massive imperfect action. And currently in Jumpstarters, in our group, in our community, the people getting the most results, they'll say that before their, their win or their success. Here's the MIA I took. And it's because so many people are waiting for the right opportunity, for things to be perfect, to meet this person, for something to fall into their lap or whatever. But if you just start taking imperfect action each and every single day towards what it is you're trying to achieve, it's amazing what can happen and how quick it can happen for you. Because so many times we're in our heads thinking we're doing a lot of things or we're moving or we're busy, but just like a rocking horse that moves back and forth and it's constantly maybe moving. It's not actually making progress. It doesn't have any momentum to move forward, actually move rather than just bobbing back and forth. And that's what we do in our lives. We bob back and forth and we're really busy listening to podcasts, watching videos and learning, but we don't do anything with it because we're waiting for everything to be perfect, but nothing's perfect. You might love a shade of green that I hate. Does that make it bad? No. It just means I have an opinion that I don't like it. it doesn't make it good or bad. And that's the thing in life. And so for us at Jumpstarters, we just had a, a Jumpstarters experience this past week in two-day event, um, people from all over the place. And, and it, it was all different types of people. I mean, there was video and photographers and there was coaches and um, people who actually the spouse ended up coming. And I was like, you know what? Last minute you can bring them along like there. They just drove like 13 hours and the, and the dad and the daughter was just going to roam around St. Louis. And, you know, they ended up coming and the guy was taking notes and smiling and everything the whole time because at the core for us, it's about you and your self-awareness. It's about you as a person. It's not about all the technology and all these other things because so many people, like we said earlier, are really, really talented and aren't, doing anything or not getting to do what they really love and they have a job they hate that doesn't mean and then you look at somebody else that is not as talented but they're rocking and rolling in that and you're like what the heck well they have that confidence in themselves and a lot of especially creatives really lack confidence but when you gain clarity in who you are your talents your gifts your strengths your weaknesses and you own that and you gain confidence in yourself you can really achieve anything. And so that's what it's about. And I have one of the top personality profilers on the planet, Steve Sisler, who's able to read a disc assessment and say things about you that it's as if he's known you your entire life. And so for us, it's just unlocking his analogy is lettuce or a hammer. If you're freaking let a head, you know, a head of lettuce trying to be a hammer and trying to hammer that nail with that lettuce, it's not going to work. But you get in with a salad and great things can happen. Same thing with the hammer. Um, if you're trying to be in with the salad, that's not going to work out too well. But you just hammer that nail and things will work. But that doesn't make being a hammer or a salad or lettuce good or bad. Neither one's better or worse. It's just knowing which one you are and then going full throttle with that. So anyways, that's what it is. Uh, Jumpstars.net. We're actually getting ready to launch whole new version. I mean, the site's been live. We have some stuff. I'm not really pushing it as a collective whole. We've got about... 
30 days left before we're going to have our newest thing, um, a free assessment that people will be able to take that we've been working really hard on um, and then do a call every Thursday live with Steve where he's going to be assessing different celebrity type of people. And you'll be able to see their charts in relationship to your chart and, and learn just amazing things. So, yeah, that's what we've got going on. That's awesome. You you know, uh, I, it sounds like you guys are doing some great work. And I know um, your videos, uh, your podcast, people can find out more about um, what's going on in your life and, and, and maybe how you can help, because it definitely sounds like you have that that servant heart and that you want to. You'll, you'll want to help and, and to serve. What's the best way? Uh, MichaelGevin.com? Those two, yeah. MichaelGevin.com. You'll find my YouTube and podcasts and things like that and my uh, all that kind of stuff, just kind of solo that I've been working on. But my my main my main focus is over at JumpStarters.net. That's with an S, JumpStarters.net. So. Michael Gavin, thanks for joining us, man. I, I You know, I, I really enjoyed this conversation today, and I, I think you're going to help a lot of people. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you having me. Wow, what a cool young man. You know, how cool is it, too, to find out that there are people in this world doing amazing things, and age really is not a barrier. Matter of fact, it should be a reason. It should be another uh, example and reason for you to go out and do great things. And you can. It's just up to you. And it's all about being on purpose. If you want the full show notes from today's episode, all the resources, the links to what Michael talked about, uh, books, quotes, and all the great stuff, just go to justinbarclay.com slash purpose 006. That's justinbarclay.com slash purpose 006. We've got them all linked up for you and ready to go. Plus, you can get the all-access newsletter. It's absolutely free. Dozens of ways that you can get freedom in your life, live life on purpose. And I got to tell you, it's truly a better way uh it's another great episode and boy do we have a big one just ready to go for you next week if there's anybody else that you'd love to hear me sit down with and have a great conversation with maybe there's somebody that's inspirational in your life or maybe there's somebody that truly inspires you to do more or be more would love to hear from you i'd love to find out who that is if you have a moment you're loving the podcast as it's you know just kind of getting started right Love for you to go over and leave us uh, a review, rate us, and uh, and share this thing over on iTunes. That's definitely going to help us spread the word. I appreciate you. Well, that's another show done and in the books. We appreciate you so much, and I just want to thank you for everything. Um, because honestly, this show doesn't happen without you. It's your attention, and it's your. Um, being here that makes the difference thank you so much and by the way cheers to your life on purpose on purpose